praise the Lord, everyone. Amen. Well, it's good to be back home uh, in the house of the Lord and back home. We had a great time, and I'm going to, tonight, I'm going to share that with you. And try not to be, I'm going to try not to be boring with you. I'm not going to be singing and preaching, except at the last, I do want us to come and sing a chorus, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me. Can we do that? Okay. But uh, I want Brother Hugh Cummings to come on up, if he will, right now. And uh, last Thursday, yeah, yeah, last, I have to thank, too. We, I mean, you, you know, you kind of lose track of time. But last Thursday, uh, we left, as Pastor said, we left and went to, got a plane uh, into Miami, and then Miami into uh, Trinidad, and we landed there, and then we went over to, about 55 minutes later, we were in um, Georgetown, Guyana, and we had a great time. I'm going to tell you some of the experiences, show you a few pictures, tell you about the services and all that, but I want you to tell us what it meant for him to go with us. He was a true blessing, and the pastor knows that. He was a really, really a blessing to us being there, and it had been about 15 years since he had went. It changed a little bit, hadn't it? There you go. But yeah, yeah, take a few minutes to say whatever you want. The Lord, the, the Lord bless you, brethren. Um, so I was thinking about what, you know, what to say about Guyana because, you know, we always be there. But, and um, this is what I want to say. I, I was saying, Lord, what can I say? You know, we had so much experience and, um, and also a good time. And thank you so much for sending me. But I was looking in, um, in Luke 19 and 13, and this is what it says. It says, And he called his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. And the word occupy means do business. So we went over there to do the Lord's business. And, um, you know, after... Um, in the evening when we drop home, Pastor and um, Pastor Jordan at the hotel, myself and um, Brother Shane, Pastor Shane, um, you know, we went down, you know, a few of the nights we went to his home. You know, and on the way to his home, we had to drive through, you know, the neighborhood. And um, what I saw was... Um, were so many souls, so many young men, a lot of young men. The harvest is plentiful over there. They need laborers. Your giving to mission enables us to go over there. That's why we need to give, you know. That's why we was able to do what we did, you know. And, you know, I, I, the church, make it short, the church is filled with women, a lot of women, less men. But there's a lot of young men out in the neighborhood where we went driving and, you know, see them. And, and you know, he would stop sometimes and say hi to them and say hi to the women. And it says, oh, Pastor, Pastor, I haven't forgot. I'm going to be out in church, Pastor. But the harvest is plentiful. You know? 
And um, as I say, in going there, it just, you know, you have a different perspective when you go out of, I don't want to say comfort zone, but out of, out of this country. And you go over there and you see the harvest. So that is what I saw. I saw souls that need to be saved. And God connected us. You know, God, this, this trip, it was the Lord's doing. It, it really was. And um, I know Pastor Jordan is going to say, I mean, I can't say more, but he's ministering. But I want to thank God for Pastor enabling me to go, the church enabling me to go. And it was, it was a tremendous blessing serving Pastor and serving Pastor Jordan. As I said, that, that is the reason I went along. I went to serve them. And it was a pleasure. So, so um, God bless you and thank you again. Thank you, you. Amen. Well, the Lord is good. The thing I couldn't figure out is Hugh has more of an accent than they do. <laughs> I, we kidding him about that. I said, how come you have more of an accent than they have? I don't know. You know. <laughs> but uh, Hugh is a wonderful man. I, before I get started here, I do want to say this from my heart. I wish I could relay this to the whole body of believers here at this church when they all were here. And that is that we say that um, Pastor Bill says that the church has a heart for missionaries and missions and that he does. And I want you to know that is the truth. It is he does have a heart for missions and missionaries. And um, I, I thank you. I thank this church. And I thank Pastor you know, for allowing me to go and to minister in another country. And uh, we found out we wasn't quite as young as we thought we were, but uh, we did all right. We got through. <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, I'm going, what I want to do tonight, first thing, I want to uh, tell you how we started out over there. When we arrived there, uh, Pastor Shane, uh, his last name is Moses. Of course, I told him he had to walk on water or something, you know. And, but Pastor Shane met us, and he was a tremendous blessing to us. And he drove us around and showed us all types of things and uh, so forth on, on the way in. And, of course, we went, first of all, we went by and saw a few things, and then we went to his church, which we're going to show you some pictures of in just a moment. But I, I want, before we do that, I want to tell you about the, the first service that we had was on uh, Friday night. And I ministered in the Friday night service, and we had some challenges because it's not like here. And uh, they had a pretty good turnout, really, for that night. But, it, you know, it's not like preaching in here. It was hot, uh, but there was a nice breeze because it was close to the ocean. And we had roosters crowing in the daytime and the nighttime. In fact, I looked out one time, and I said, you know, I told the people one Sunday, I said, I prayed last night that God kill all those roosters. I come find it out, they raised those roosters, some of them, you know. So, the, but uh, so, anyhow, 
But used to, you, when I pass and so forth, I use this scripture. I'm going to have you do it tonight. Just, just look at somebody. You don't have to move. Turn around and look at somebody and repeat after me. And this is what I did in every service. This is a scripture in numbers, okay? So do this. The Lord bless you Lord, and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you. And give you peace. We did that in every service that, that I ministered in. But we had a great time. I've been trying to figure out exactly which way to go on this. First thing I want us to do is, uh, if you'll put the scripture up. I, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to preach. That's easily said and not easily done. But, <laughs> but on the way back, I, I wanted to give us some type of a scripture a while we would have went. And Paul was on his, when I looked, Paul was uh, on his way to other areas down, most likely down next to Turkey and in those, uh, that area of Crete and so forth. That's probably where he was headed to. I'm not sure. I didn't dig in to find out exactly where he was at, and I wasn't there to see. But I do know on the way to wherever they were going that there was someone that called to him from Macedonia. And here's what the scripture And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. In other words, the Lord gave him a vision in the night. There stood a man in Macedonia and prayed, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man in Macedonia and prayed in that country and prayed him saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. Back, uh, I, I've lost track of time as far as I know I'll be here. My family and all of us will be here three years in February because I remember we came to the Sweetheart Banquet on February the 14th. But I was here a year or so, and then Brother Hugh Cummings, who went with us, he helped my wife and I on a job that we had to do, and we needed help, and we were told about him. At that time, he didn't have employment, and he came and helped us. We got to know each other. We started talking about missions, and we talked about, because I was going to Haiti at that time, and, and we were talking about that. And he said, you know, some, he said, I had a, I had the, uh, a, a dream or a vision or a sight. I had a, a yearning that someday I was going to go back, told my wife, we talked about it. I may not get this exact, but the, they was going to go back to Guyana and they was going to go on a mission trip. And he said, you know, someday I want to go back there on a mission trip. I said, well, maybe, you never know, maybe one of these days, maybe I'll go on a mission trip with you, maybe we'll go over there, you know. So we started talking about that, and then I was talking with Pastor Bill, and we was talking about, I was talking about maybe going back to Haiti again, you know, and I explained to him, uh, you can only go to, when, when you don't pastor a church, you can only ask your friends and your relatives so many times to give you money to go on a mission trip. <laughs> and the rest of it, you have to fork out yourself. Well, you can only go so many times. I mean, if I ask you five times straight to give me a hundred, would you give me a hundred dollars to help me go to Haiti? You know, after a while, when that, when that comes in the mail, you're going to throw it in the trash. And I know what he's wanting. He's wanting a hundred dollars to go back to Haiti. But he looked at me and he said, you know what? 
Brother James said, why don't you, why don't you get a mission trip together and the church will just send you on a missionary trip? In fact, I, I, I'm, I'll just go with you. Well, we were going and made some contacts and we had thought about going to Haiti. And then we got to thinking about it more and more and we thought about Guyana. So I talked to him and uh, to Hugh and he talked to people over there. And anyhow, finally it all came together and that's where we ended up at. And I believe that was the Lord. I believe we had a wonderful time there. Amen. And so, when you go, we did not want to go somewhere just to be going on a trip. That's what I told Pastor Shane over there, the young man. He's a wonderful man, young man, about 30-some years old, in his young 30s. I sent him an email, and I told him, I said, we do not want to come just for a trip to visit, just to show us scenes. We want to come. If we, if, if we come and you invite us, we want to come be, to be able to give out to you and also to receive. Well, I really feel like I received more than what I gave out. But on Sunday morning, on Sunday morning, oh, well, let, let me go back. On Friday night, we, we came through it. We got through it all right. It was, it was a challenge, but we got through. And then on Saturday, um, I taught for, I don't know, we'll say we'll round it off. It wasn't more than an hour. It was probably 45 minutes to the leaders, leadership in the church. We had a good, really good turnout for it. And there were some other churches came also. And then Pastor, he had an hour. And then we had just a great time there together. Well, then the next morning, you know, church started at 8 o'clock. And roosters are really crowing. Now, you know, I'm... I, I was singing that morning. I sang that morning, and there's nothing like singing of the morning anyhow, but I sang the songs that morning, and I preached in that morning service, and we had a wonderful move of the Lord in that whole, and the church was full. I mean, the church was full of people. I mean, it wasn't like on that Friday night we had a good turnout, but that morning the church was full. I don't know if we could have got very many more people in there, maybe a few, but we had a wonderful time. And they worshiped the Lord, and that was all great. Amen. And so we, we really enjoyed that. And then he took us out, the pastor did, and then on Sunday night, that was Sunday morning, then Sunday night we went to Brother O'Brien Welch's church, or the pastor uh, Welch's church, is uh, Pat Simon's brother, and pastor, he preached in that service. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that first time. Uh, we, we preached, I'm not going to tell them that one thing. <laughs> we, <that's> a, <laughs> we preached in that service. Well, he did, he preached in that service. But when we got there, the platform is way up high, probably as high as those drums there, way up, up, well, elevated. And then you come down, and from here, if you're standing here, this probably three or four foot down straight there, uh, where you're standing there preaching. And that place was filled with people, probably 300 people or so in that place. And you talking about music, you wouldn't have been sitting there like, like tonight or any other night. I'm going to tell you why. Because do they sing? Can they really sing? Can they play? And I'll tell you what, can they dance? You know? And I mean, they, I, mean we, I was in heaven, you know. And it was wonderful and great. And I had the opportunity to sing to them. And I sing that uh, if, uh, if you ever needed the Lord before, you sure do need him now. And I'm going to tell you what, man, I, 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 I thought they were going to sing me to death. It was wonderful and, uh, and great.
the Lord's on myself, but I'll tell you what, it was wonderful. I mean, I put everything into that that I had. And there's one pause in there where it says, it goes, well, it goes, well, like that. And when I did that, I thought, man, the whole place just come apart, you know. And he said, he's sitting back there, he's going to come up and preach. And he, I know he's thinking, if I can't preach here tonight, I'll never be able to preach. So, amen. So, he preached a wonderful message. And uh, they really grasped onto the word of the Lord, and they listened and everything. And then afterwards, it was a th- third, third Sunday night service. So they, they wanted Pastor Bill to come down and me to come down to pray for families. Well, now, we're talking about over 300 people in this place. So, I've, I mean, I've worn myself out from singing and jumping and carrying on, and I've got a towel on the coat. Finally, I had the towel. I took the coat off, and, uh, and he took his towel off and his coat. Uh, I don't know if he took his coat off, but I took his towel off finally to preach. He just took it off. They laughed about that. Said if, he's, uh, he said, I'm overdressed tonight. They didn't tell me. And he took his towel off, you know. Everybody's having We had a wonderful time. We laughed more than I've laughed in years. And uh, anyhow, we get down there, and we're going to pray. I want to let you know how the services are there. It's exciting. And I hope it's not boring to you, but we is there praying. And they said, bring, they're going to bring families. Now, they did not come one at a time. If so, we'd still be there praying. They came like first four in a family, three in a family, five in a family. They came, and there's one guy standing there, and the guy that's near me, he's about that high, and He's, he's anointing every one of them with oil. And then I'm praying for them on this side, and he's praying on this side. And uh, we look back, and I pray, and I think I'm praying for 25 or 30 minutes. And then after a while, I got tired. I didn't know what he was doing. I got tired. And when I got tired, I went over, and I got some water, and I, got, I said, stop a minute. I went over and got some water and drank that. And then I'm looking, and I, I look back, and I think, my God, what, where's... They're still coming. Just, I mean, there's a line of them. They're coming. And I'm praying, and I'm praying, and I'm praying. And I'm thinking, why aren't they going over to him? He's thinking, why aren't they going over to him? I didn't realize he had a line as long as mine. And we both started out. We was talking about, we was laughing. We said, well, we started praying. And I thought, well, maybe I'm praying too long. But I'll tell you what, the longer that line got, the shorter our prayers got. <laughs> but we had a great move of God in that church. Now, that's the fun things we had. And it's, a, it's, it's really beautiful people. There's, there's some poverty areas, and, but there's areas that have five and 6,000 square foot homes. But here's the thing I have to tell you before I go into some of the pictures. I told you to be different. Now. I'm not going to sing or preach any of that. But... When we first opened up a menu, and uh, I, I think I got in the room. We went to the room first, so I opened the menu up, and I thought, well, you know, I might want a midnight snack or something, you know, tonight or whatever, you know. And so I opened it up, and they had a cheeseburger in there and fries. So I said, well, that looked pretty good. And I looked down, and it said $3,800. I thought, what in the world? $3,800. I thought, my God, I closed it up. I picked the phone thing up, and it said $19,000 for something. I said, I don't want to do I don't want to hook up to that. And I, I'm 
thinking, what in the world's going on here? Well, we finally figured it out. One of our dollars is worth 200 of theirs. And some places it's worth 212. So we kind of figured it out, you know. So we would we just think about buying our wives a $40,000 ring. <laughs> but uh, we decided not to. <laughs> and uh, a Coca-Cola, we look and say, hey, James, that Coca-Cola cost you $4,000. Okay, you know. That's the fun things we did. But the pastor, the other pastor, Pastor Shane, was with us all that time. And he laughed and he laughed and he was so wonderful. We had a great time. It was an encouragement to him. And that's why we went, to be an encouragement to him. But as we say all these good things, the hotel was wonderful where we stayed and all the wonderful things. But they have needs. Let me go into this part a little bit. Man, everybody said praise the Lord. Listen, folks, just receive the report. It's just a report tonight. It's not preaching. It's not going to make you jump up and shout, but it's just something you can take home with you. But they, they don't have any, they have very few missionaries. They have churches everywhere, but they don't have any really what's called missionaries. Not bringing any missionaries. In fact, the assemblies of God don't have any missionaries there. Lots of denominations have no missionaries there. So anything they do or accomplish, they have to do on their own, just like we would over here. You would think they would. The population of Guyana, the whole country, is about the size of what New Jersey they said, but the whole population is not more than one million in the whole country. And probably 800,000 of them live in Georgetown. So it's not a real, it's a large area, but not very populated. So they have to do everything on their own. And Pastor Shane, when we pulled up, there's a little bridge there. Pastor, let me, let me do this first. Pastor Shane is still in Bible school uh, trying to get a, a, a further degree. He's very smart, very educated. He, runs a, he has his own taxi. He is more than qualified. He could be a very good pastor here in the United States. He is very, very qualified great guy. And he could have chosen any place in, in Georgetown he wanted to go. He came from one of the better churches that he could have went to, or he could have stayed at, or he could have started somewhere else. But he chose to go down into one of the more less, or the more poor areas of uh, Georgetown to start a church. And so he was telling us when he showed up at the church there uh, several years ago, about 10 years ago, he had two people. That's all he had. And today they have about 100. But they had nothing. He told us, said, when I pulled my, he had a little tiny car at that time. said, when he pulled his little car up there, a guy come back on the bicycle and, and challenged him and told him, said, you don't live in this area, you don't belong here, so get out. And... Uh, but the neighbors come out, and the neighbors said to him, said, you go on in. We take care of him. We take care of him. So uh, he's fit in there, and now he has a really strong group of people. I say probably between 75 to 100 people are really strong, very good-looking, 
I mean, they dress really nice. They are nice people. They're strong in the Lord, and they worship the Lord. And when they say pray out loud and, and pray, they're not going to stand up and pray like Brother Dominic did a while ago, you know, and nobody else prays. They all pray. They Like we did years ago in Pentecostal churches, they lift their hands and they pray. And they seek the Lord. And I'm not here to criticize us. We can't be like that. And they can't be like us. But I'll tell you what. When they pray, they pray. When they sing, they sing. Amen. And they really get with it. They're good. Anyhow, it's a little bridge there. And if you'll put some of the slides up, whatever slide comes up is what we'll, I'll try to show you what it is just a little bit. Well, there's those three good-looking gentlemen. You know who those are. And uh, you can, this is, I think, in the airport in Miami. And, of course, we're, we're eating there. I don't know what I'm laughing about. It's hard to tell. He's probably told me something. And I tell you what. It, we had, I, I'm going to tell you what, folks. I, I, I'm not going to apologize. We had a wonderful time. <laughs> I mean, we had a good time. All right. Go ahead and go to something else, if you will. All right. Here's the Ebenezer Assembly of God Church. It tells you the section, uh, like, South Turk, to Turkey. Turkey, I think, something like that. It tells you the times, 8 o'clock, you know, 10.30, Bible study, 18.30, you know, all that. That's their sign there. Now, go to the next one if you have that of that church, maybe, Will. Um, this is Pastor Shane on Pastor Bill standing over the side of him. He's the young man that's, that took us around. He's the pastor of that church, and Hugh's eating. Hugh eats all the time, Okay. He ate all the time. Everywhere we went, he was eating. And he went away, he was eating. He, would, he would eats all the time. And he don't gain a pound. Look at him. He's, he's skinny. He eats all the time. All right, go to something else there real quick. Here's the inside of his church. This is from the uh, back coming into the church. As you see, they have slatted uh, pews there like we used to in Pentecost years ago. He's wanting to try to get some folding chairs to go in around about 100 or so and not, not use those so they can use them other places also. And that's the inside. And hold on just a minute. This is the outside. Uh, yeah, see there? If you'll see the tin roof and then uh, go back to the other one real quick, if, we, if you will. Yeah. You see, that's the roof there and the lights and so forth. Now, they it paid in American money, what, about $5,000 for that floor? Was it something like that? Around five, they did all that themselves, and they built these, this block. It's all block and tin roof. It's very nice, kept up, but they need. Someone broke in and took all their equipment, stole everything they had, and so now they have to, <clears throat> what they do have, they have to take home with them. But they need doors on the sides there. As you can see, they need some doors. And then on the front, show the front of the building now, if you will, Rich. Go back there if you can. Which one, yeah, they need doors uh, for there. And if you'll notice on the right side there, Pastor Bill will be telling you more about these things. On the right side there, there's a little house. You can just see it. It's up on stilts because it's six, or it's six feet below sea level. And they have a big seawall. It would just all be, it used to flood years ago. But now it doesn't because they have a seawall that comes in. And there's, uh, this is where we preached. That's when we came up right there. As soon as Pastor Bill walked in here, we opened those doors up, and we walked around the side. I knew what was th he was thinking. 
right away. Now he's going he's to share that with you. I'm not. But I knew what he was thinking. I knew what was it. I could look at it. I knew from the way he talks in church. I know from being around him. I knew what was in his heart. And I know what he's thinking. And I, I just knew what the Lord was speaking to him. And I know that God spoke to him some wonderful things there. Folk, it's wonderful to give to missions, missionaries. They, they're, they're not missionaries. But to be able to sow seed in places like this, they... They don't beg. They don't plead for anything. They, they're not like that. They work hard. They just don't have, their economy is, as you see, $1 worth 200 I could go over there. Man, I could really live good over there. Amen. But uh, it's all right. I think I'll still be here. Now, this here is Pastor Bill. He, this is the one church, the uh, Pastor O'Brien's uh, Welch, uh, Pat Simon's Brothers Church. I'm back, he's there, and that's four foot off of there, and I'm back here. You can't see the side over here. It's full here, it's full there, it's full over there. There's an upstairs up there, there's a big room up there, and and you can't see the doors, but they're standing out on the sidewalks out there. Amen. And this is where we're preaching and had a great time in his church. All right, go to something else real quick. Now we're back to Brother Shane's church. This is the inside of... Uh, that church again. As you see, you know, it's not finished like that other church, but by faith, it's going to be. Amen. Yeah, by faith, it's going to be. It's going to happen. Amen. Go to something. There he is. He plays the music. Look how he's dressed there. Amen. And uh, he's, uh, he's really a great guy. He's playing the keyboard. And he plays good. And they're singing and uh, worshiping the Lord. They're leading the singing. You can see they're just wonderful people. And there's the group on Sunday morning that was there. And uh, we had a, a, a full house and a great time. And every time I preached, the, 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 seemed like the louder I got, the louder those roosters got. You think I'm exaggerating, but those doors are open. Those roosters are for right over here. They just kept crowing. And Bill said, I thought, I thought roosters crowed early in the morning and late in the evening. These roosters crow all day long. Whether it's 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock or 8 o'clock, they're crowing. This is the picture of the uh, ocean there that comes in. Uh, as you'll see, it's brown. and It's not like here. It's because of the rivers that are there. They come out of the jungles and they have the rainforest and everything. And it comes there. And they have, we, try, we did, we, we tried every food that was put on our plate. We tried every, some of it. We, we didn't eat it all. I didn't. I didn't eat it all. But I tried everything. You ate everything. I tried everything. <laughs> I, I ate, but I did. I ate everything. I, I, I texted my wife back and I said, uh, I tried this today. And I t- See, some of those fruits I have here in Florida, and I don't even, I don't even try them. I don't like them. And I said, I texted back and said, I tried this today. I tried this today. She said, well, I go home. She said, I can't believe you ate them. I've been trying to get you to eat them for years. Uh, you know, so that's what that is. And there he he's talking. Uh, probably, I think, I just wanted to get him there. I just have to take a shot. I have lots and lots of pictures. I have some videos. But we just selected a few here. And, uh, see, and that's probably the last of, of that. But anyhow, all in all, what a wonderful trip it was. I want you to know that where you sow your money in this church is going to good 
to good soil and for a good harvest. That young man, when we left there, we could just, we, I don't think we were there more than two hours. It, you could just feel like his spirit just raised and his people. He said when, they, when he told them, remember when uh, Matthew came through the hurricane? He said when he got up and told them that we were not coming, said they were just, their faces just dropped to the ground. He said, but don't worry. Pastor Jordan texted me and said, the tickets are still good, and they're going to come in the future. They were so ready for us to come, and I'll tell you, they were joyful. They smiled. They clapped their hands. They had a wonderful time. But his spirits seemed to go from here all the way up here. He was so encouraged, by, not by us, but by what God was doing through us. I feel like that Brother Hugh, what a blessing he was, folks to represent our church there as being from Guyana and being able to show what God done for him, what he's doing. And your pastor, our pastor, what he represented when he went there and and the encouragement he gave. And I want to say this. I I mean this. I I started to send him a card, but I didn't want to send him a card. I'm going to tell him here, and I may tell him again if I ever get a chance, but I'll tell you what. I'm not a pastor. I'm not the pastor. There's only one pastor. That's the pastor. But he treated me as equal as anyone. He honored me. He, he, you would have thought I was one of the biggest name preachers in the world over there. The build-up he gave me. We tried to do the same for him. In other words, he really put a lot of confidence in me and showed that to me. He was so gracious to me. And kind. And, and we just seemed to get along good. He, he's a friend. And we laughed and we laughed. I laughed so hard one time, I didn't think it's going to quit laughing. And, and I know you're tired of hearing it, but we, we had a wonderful time. We didn't go for a good time, but we had a good time. But I feel like we sowed something over there that, that's been planted. Because it, it, they don't let everybody in their pulpit. None of them do. No wonder. They're afraid, you know. They don't know what you're going to come in there and preach. But they gave us all the liberty that we wanted. And, man, I tell you what, we had a wonderful time. And people were blessed. And we were blessed. So what I'm trying to tell you is that you're giving your money wisely and it's being spent wisely. And I am so blessed. And I thank this church. And I thank Pastor Bill for the opportunity to go on a trip like this and to minister. We did figure out, I figured out real quick praying that night, but I wasn't as young as I used to be. I'm going to tell you what, I prayed and prayed and finally I took my coat, I had my towel off, I took my coat off, I unbuttoned the top of my shirt, that's about as far as I was going to go, you know, but uh, it was hot. It's on the equator and it was hot and I'm thinking, Lord, you're going to have to help me because I'm going to pass out here and present that the Lord did. Isn't God good? And just think, I'm sure tonight and Sunday they're going to be talking about us. They're going to be talking about you. They're going to be talking about him and me and you. And they're going to be talking good things because we sowed good seed there. Amen. So the Lord is good. And at midnight, Paul, 
and Silas as they were together. When Paul had that vision, he said, come over to Macedonia. Come over here and help us. Folk, I'm not going to put you on a guilt trip. I'm closing this. Come on up, man, if you will. I'm not going to put you on a guilt trip because I don't believe in doing that. We're so blessed. That's all I can tell you. I mean, we don't have to worry about the roosters crowing. Even though they like them. She had told me, I have to tell you, she says, they like the sound of that. In fact, there was something making noise out there. And I, I don't know what I called it. And he said, that's frogs. I said, that's not frogs. He said, yes, it is. I said, they don't sound like frogs to me. He said, we love the sound of that. You know what? As I stood there one morning, one morning, and I could hear the, the roosters, which I didn't like. I did pray that God kill them. I did. But as I heard the birds and the, and, and, and the other out things through the windows, and I'm thinking, here's people. I don't even know them, but they love God. They're worshiping the Lord. The loving him. When we got out, y'all were just starting. But we're so blessed. We're so blessed. Would you stand tonight? Sunday morning, after I went through all the challenges, like, oh, not, not Sunday morning, on uh, Friday night, we got through all the challenges. And I'm not going to go into that. It's just something that happened. It wasn't bad. We got through it. I preached them, thing. I thought, Lord, help me. You know, I want to, you know, I, I want to be able to break through on this first night. You always want to. And, and I started singing this song. And pretty soon he got on the keyboard. And you could just feel the presence of the Lord sweep over that place. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Sing it. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul and all that is within me. 